As a fan of WWE, am I supposed to believe a multi-billion dollar corporation just lets their superstars pick matches whenever they want to have them? That nothing was scheduled to take place ahead of time? On a three-hour show? Welcome to Getting Over in 15 Minutes. Today we're just gonna, we're just gonna rant today. I'm, I'm thoroughly annoyed with the product WWE has been putting out. So, you're just gonna hear me complain for a while about this so-called wrestling show that I watch every week. For some stupid reason or another. So, as I was saying... Whatever happened to building a match? You'd have two superstars who would get into a disagreement or whatever. And then, you know, by the end of the little promo or whatever was going on, a match would be scheduled for the following week. This does a few things. One, gives you a little bit of story progression. Two, gives you reason to uh, tune in for the next week. Instead of, you know, well... I don't know why I'm going to watch next week. There's nothing scheduled that I want to see. Just going to be the same old crap where they just do the same match over and over again with no rhyme or reason. Like Jeff Hardy and Elias. Nobody wanted to see this match again. Nobody. I legitimately said out loud, I want to blow my brains out when they announced that match. That's not something you should be wanting... That's not something you should be saying in life, let alone because of a TV show. <sighs> Guess I have to watch AEW if I want to see proper booking happen. Just common sense at this point. I have zero use for this back words booking. Let's move on to the, uh, the next dumbest thing this company is doing on a consistent basis. That makes me want to pull my eyeballs out of my face and throw them at the TV. Imagine you're having a conversation with somebody. And instead of explaining something to them, like a normal person, you instead say, hey, look up at the screen, I've got a video package to show you. They would be very confused that you prepared a video package. I mean, it's really going out of the way to explain something to somebody. It's not natural, okay? It's not natural on TV. It's not natural in real life. Don't do it. If you have to show a video package, if it's something you have to do, show up before the match. Show up before somebody comes out and starts talking. Show up when they're walking down the ring if you have to. But honestly, I hate that too. So, But it's all part of this thing that WWE feels that they need to do. They feel like they need to cuddle their audience at every step. Sometimes they'll show the same recap two to three times in one episode. Commentary is obviously told to explain things to people as if they're five years old. 
and have no idea how the world works. And you can make the argument that that wrestling's supposed to be for kids too. But sometimes it'll recap something so many times that I no longer am invested in whatever story they're telling. Which also makes me want to turn off the TV. So, great job WWE. You really ticked me off this week. And commentary, commentary. Oh, Vic Joseph on Raw, Michael Cole on SmackDown. Constantly have to give me their perspective on things. That's the color commentary's job, first off. I should rarely hear your opinion on whether you think something's good or bad. Tony Schiavone's good at it. He will only react when necessary. Great example on AEW, of course. Don Callis really got under Tony Schiavone's skin like I've never seen before. I mean, it was just perfect. When he told Don Callis to kiss his ass, I believed in that moment that he was thoroughly pissed at Don Callis, even though he really wasn't. Michael Cole, every five seconds, has to tell me who's a good guy, who's a bad guy. Dude, come on. I've been watching wrestling since I was 10 years old. I know who's a good guy. I know who's a bad guy. So does everybody else that has eyeballs and eardrums. By the way, for those of you who don't have eyeballs in your drums, it's okay. It'll be okay. Because I'm sure you could still figure out who's a good guy and who's a bad guy without Michael Cole telling you. And it's times like these I tend to think about all my friends and family members that used to watch wrestling and no longer do. A lot of them have gone on to, you know, have lives. They have families, important jobs, you know. I'm single and disabled, which is fine. That just means I have a lot of time on my hands, so... I fill a lot of that time with my passion for pro wrestling. But it brings up an interesting topic here, which is, uh... Why? Right? Not to bring Simon Miller into it, but... Why have all my friends and family that used to watch no longer watch? Something had to have happened, right? I don't want to look at the reasons why it was considered good, but I do want to highlight a few things here. And, uh, we already talked about one of them, which is the repetitive matches. Like they've done Jeff Hardy versus Elias 500 times. Nobody wants to see it anymore. But it's not just that, you know? It's these 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute long promos that are poorly written, poorly written by, I don't even know who's writing them because it's not the wrestlers like it used to be back in the day. Well, back in the day they were given guidelines, but they would go out there and essentially make it their own. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Again, I said I didn't want to get into the reasons why people watched before. But all of that's gone now. Now they're given specific lines they have to say. Sometimes they're given to them minutes in advance for them to learn on the fly. And of course it's gonna go it's gonna go wrong. It's gonna it's gonna sound terrible and 
We get situations like Bill Goldberg being given a script to read that matches nothing that's happening because it was supposed to be written as a reply to what Drew McIntyre was going to say, which he didn't say because of time constraints. If they planned these shows out properly, well, that's a joke within itself now, isn't it? And then they take our favorite wrestlers and they bury them for literally no reason at all. Someone like Matt Riddle, who lost against Bobby Lashley in the U.S. title match this past Monday night. Their booking of Riddle has been infuriating to watch. At the point of just, like, pulling my own hair out of my head. And definitely one of my biggest, biggest annoyances is the way this company has treated the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. She deserves so much better than this. The way she tore through everyone in the Elimination Chamber, and now look at her. They have just completely ruined everything NXT did for her. She's feuding with Dana Brooke, who is someone that got pulled out of NXT way too early. Granted, she has a lot of potential, but she also had a lot going for her in NXT before they just yanked her out of there. Threw her on the main roster with nothing to do. And now she just feels useless to me. So they've had him feuding for a little while now, and it's just been 50-50 booking. One week Dana Brooke wins, one week Shayna Baszler wins. It's just a waste of everybody's time, and nobody is any better off than when they started this feud. It really is a shame. Shayna Baszler should be champion. She should be in a main event picture, if not champion. You know, not to mention they have all these wrestlers, all these talented wrestlers, sitting in the back every week that aren't getting used. And some of the wrestlers that they are, that they are using have multiple matches in the night. Could you not plan something for the other people? Why do I need to see Jeff Hardy wrestle two matches? Why do I need to see Matt Riddle wrestle two matches? I mean, I like Matt Riddle. But come on. You've got a full roster full of people there that deserves some of the spotlight. So the poor booking, the awful storylines, you take all of it, everything that's been happening, the repetitious matches, you put it all together and what do you got? A lot of people are gonna be burned after a while. Or once you get burned once, or a hundred times in this case, sooner or later you just walk away. And that's why we've lost a lot of wrestling fans. All right, I've got one last rant on WWE and that's on Drew McIntyre. Now, this isn't about this week with him getting testing positive for COVID. It's not that. It's actually about his entrance. So, Drew McIntyre brings out a sword and a kilt to the ring for every single match. This is a new thing that they're doing. When he won back the title from Randy Orton on Raw a couple months back, they started doing this. Now, I thought it was pretty entertaining for that night. I thought it fit the story they were telling, which was just a redemption story for Drew McIntyre. But if there's one thing WWE loves to do, they love to take a good idea and run it into the ground as much and as often as possible. Seeing him bring that stupid sword up to the ring for every single match, it's just become cheesy. It's, it's stupid at this point. It's run its course. And uh, I got no use for it. Vince, 
Take your sword back. Bring it back to your house. Yes, people. It's Vince McMahon's sword. Which makes it even more ridiculous. If there was only something else, something else we could give Drew McIntyre to show how strong and powerful he is, to show what a great champion he is. Oh, wait. What about a title? Oh, yeah, that's right. He already has a title. He has a belt that he brings to the ring with him. That should be enough. He doesn't need a sword. Okay, so... Just to show that we are fair and balanced over here. And by we, I mean myself. It's time to give a little bit of shade towards AEW. Tell me what all these things have in common. Taz being upset about the FTW title. Shaq feuding with Cody. Ty Conte being invited to join the Dark Order. Kenny Omega and Don Callis have an announcement. And last but not least, what is Sting going to be doing in AEW? Have you guessed it yet? It's called story progression, folks. And AEW really struggles with this for some reason. They'll set up an excellent angle, get you all excited about it, and then nothing happens. And it's just sitting around for weeks going, okay, so you were going to tell us a story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a story. Ready? In the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you, were you waiting for something else? Because that's it. In the beginning. That's all you get. Yeah. Um, WWE doesn't have this problem as much as they do just repeating the same things over and over again. AEW has the problem, though, of starting something, not progressing it, and never finishing it. So hopefully 2021 will be a sign of a change in that, especially with their women's division. Well, that's going to be all for me for this week, folks. Well, technically I skipped a week, but, you know, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing you can do about it because I make the rules. That's right. That's right, Sally. Bye-bye.